We're recording. Hello! <laughs> Lordy. <laughs> um. Okay, silence. Welcome you just to- said you could edit. <laughs> Welcome to Eating and Thinking. Welcome back. Okay. Because this well, will be... Well, we've had many episodes, but yes, this is right, a but this will be a... Con- oh, oh, this will no, not be... No, this will not be the same episode. Oh. No. Ah! Oh. No. This is the follow-up okay. to our very first cliffhanger episode. Okay. I forgot. I was thinking that this would... Okay. All right. I'm Marlena. And I am Joanne. I'm the one that directs this podcast. Oh, God, yes. Um, and uh, I wish to be directed... Last time we left you, we had tried to, we had begun the activation process for a sourdough starter, a dry, like, sourdough starter kit that was mm, 25, 30 years old? More than 30 years old. Oh, great. Because I know that it, yeah, it, and, and I, I did a little sleuthing. Mm-hmm. I thought, did my sister bring this back for me as a souvenir from a trip to San Francisco in the mid '80s, and um, and I I talked to her. She she did not remember doing that, and she said, "You know, Joanne, it sounds more like something you would get than something I would get." And I talked to my husband about it, Marlena's father, and he has a vague memory of my buying it in San Francisco. So that was um, I think that trip was between 19 well i think it was around 1987 somewhere around there so that is more than 30 years old so i don't know when this episode will be released in relation to the last episode but in real time it's been a little more than 36 hours and our sourdough starter is active oh yes it's extremely bubbly and it's giving off a very pungent aroma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a very... It, it smells almost like cheese to me. A little cheesy, it's, yeah, a little sour sweet. Smelling. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's sour. Um, and then they say it's supposed to have the consistency of a light pancake batter, which I would say this has. Yes. And if you turn around the bowl, like, it creates, like, little stringies. Like yeah, it's sort of sticking attaches. to the sides of the bowl a little I bit. I think it's yeah. good. It's, I believe it's active. So, here is our disclaimer. We are not experienced sourdough people. <laughs> this is our first sourdough. I would say I, we're experienced sourdough people. Well, we're okay, not we, experienced sourdough bakers. All right. <laughs> so I have tried to read up. I find it all very confusing, all of people's differing, like when you're supposed to feed it, how old it should be. Like I found it very confusing, and I found We're it, not used to foods that we have to feed. feed yes. We're used to foods and feeding us. And to be frank, up. I found it pretentious. <laughs> um, and so, to be honest, we're kind of just doing this our own way. Like, we're going to use it today. For anyone out there who knows sourdough who's going to get angry, we're using it for a recipe that needs sourdough discard, So, which is not the sourdough that you've like fed and activated the night before. So we're at least not breaking that rule. But you know, even the recipe is like, it should probably be at least a week old. And I'm like, no, it's 36 hours. We're doing it. And, and partly <laughs> because we're, we're worried. Well, tomorrow we'll be um, uh, moving around a lot and not able to 
do anything. Well, we don't want the sourdough to die before we can do anything yeah, with it. And we have read some people's accounts where they could not keep their sourdough alive. Yes. So we are not going to be, do- we hope to eventually be doing a nice, yeasty, full sourdough bread, but if we did that today, which we would be baking until like one in the morning, we don't want to do that. Um, so we're going to use it. I'm going to do things that might be sacrilegious, but I'm going to try to keep it alive. I'm going to try to keep it kind of dormant, which I think is a thing we can do, and then try to restart it in like a week or two. Like feed it again. It's alive. Feed it again when we yes. really want to use it for like a real true bread. But so we're winging it a little bit, but it's it has a strong aroma, so I'm hoping it's already got a strong taste. And Marlena found what to me is a very interesting recipe because I've never heard of such a thing. A sourdough banana bread. So it doesn't need like the full mature yeastiness or anything. We don't need to like make a I believe people they call it a sourdough batter in the kit that it came with. I believe fancier people call it the levain, where you separate a little bit of the starter and like feed it and make it like a, the super starter, and that's what you actually put into the bread, and then you set the rest of it aside, and that's what you keep working. With. I hate this. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it might turn into a golem. <laughs> um, you just use the like discard the not like recently fed stuff. So this new started one should I think be good. We're actually I think we we should create a sourdough golem to go all around the country protecting polling places on election day. I mean, sure. If you want that to be this episode, we can try. So in true us fashion, we're also kind of, uh, we're not following any part of the recipe exactly because we've got one, we froze some like very near death bananas and we froze four and this calls for three and you know what, we're just going to use all four bananas. But I, I said to Marlena, you know, bananas do vary in size. It's 350 and, grams. Oh, I didn't realize And so that. without okay. peel, these are like four. 450 oh, grams right. but maybe it's 100 grams of peel and it doesn't it the recipe doesn't specify and then we're probably gonna do the thing that i like to do i just i i, I just want to because yeah. these are four bananas that are on the smaller, on the smaller side. side yeah i for some reason it's not even a health thing it's just a i don't want to use a whole stick of butter and something it just feels weird using up a whole stick of butter this calls for a whole stick of butter and what i've done before is replace half of it with like this is something that I know you can do and it's worked before. Use half the butter. So this would be four tablespoons of butter. And then for the rest, you do half as much yogurt, if that made any sense. Or we might do cottage cheese, which we also do. So four tablespoons of butter, two tablespoons of some sort of yogurty substitute, which I think will add to the sourness, which I think is nice. Well, let it be known that I would happily use the do whole Do you want to use butter. all the butter? Um, let's not. Well, fine. If, we'll I I say let's just use all the butter. It's yeah. Let's use all the butter, and we won't. You know, we won't add any butter to it when it's served. Well, no. Why would we do so, that with uh, banana bread? Right. That's what, so. You know, I feel like. 
You're trying or, well, to, she's trying I, to make me fat. Yeah. Well, so, I, so, 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 so. how much of the butter would you substitute? If, Hi. I fine. I won't do it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that's too risky, <laughs> and it might make it too sour if we substitute it with fine. Yep. Fine. I think particularly since it's something that we haven't made before. <sighs> Marlene is very unhappy with me. No, 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 I said fine. Okay. All I right. said fine, okay. and I meant it. Okay. I also meant all the wailing. <laughs> all right. So first things first, let's put the bananas in their peel, because they're still frozen, in the microwave, which I will edit out, Mom. She was insisting okay. that we do it before, um, a little crankily, um, because she was like, that'll be boring radio. And I'm like, I can edit it out. Um, so I'm going to get all the ingredients together while it's, um, microwaving and then we can edit out that silence uh, or it'll be delightful and silence. I will admit I, I was a little cranky part of the crankiness is because one of my fingers is in a splint it's and it true. was making me a little cranky I'm sorry She's going for the sympathy vote yes Bananas are microwaved. Well, no, they're not. Done. Not they're microwaved done. enough. We are also going to add one suggested add-in, which is walnuts, and then one that's just our preference, which is chocolate chips. I don't know why I said it like that. I apologize. Uh, it just aroused. <laughs> the thought of chocolate aroused something in you. I don't like your use of the word aroused. <laughs> um... <laughs> We were debating including the use of walnuts because I have self-diagnosed myself as having a mild allergy to walnuts. The reason I have self-diagnosed is that for, I don't know how long, I feel like I've really noticed it in the past few years, but I feel like really for a very long time, when I eat walnuts, I get a slight stinging in my mouth that takes a long time to go away. It, like it makes my mouth feel very like raw and cut up. I have a strange reaction to them. Um, and after a while, I was like, maybe I'm not supposed to have this reaction. Like sometimes you'll see in like BuzzFeed lists, it's like people didn't realize whatever. And it's like, I didn't know that, uh, I thought everyone's mouth swelled up when they ate bananas and no one told me that, no, that's an allergy sign. And so I'm like, how did they, th why did they think everyone's mouth swells up? And I'm like, oh wait, does everyone's mouth not sting and feel horrible when they eat walnuts? And apparently not everyone's mouth stings and feels horrible when they eat walnuts. So I've, I have some sort of reaction to them, but I like them. I still like them. I wouldn't eat them straight because that's when I get the worst reaction. And I feel like usually if they're baked into something, I don't. But last time we made banana bread, I put in a bunch of walnuts and I did get the stingy feeling. But we're still going forward. Well, I we're going forward with it. I, I don't care. It's not that bad. Okay. It's really not that bad. And do the bananas get mixed with the other wet ingredients? Or do yes. they go in at the end? And do they get mixed in from the outset? Why I'm asking is... Well, let's melt... You have to melt the butter, too. We might... We should just keep going with it. Okay. All right. Okay. I will do the dry ingredients together as well. It also calls for fine sea salt instead of regular salt. It's one teaspoon. I'm going to use regular salt. I'm not here. No, we have sea salt, but it's not. I'm not here for these think. games. 
way, the recipe that we're mocking and butchering, but which I have ultimate confidence in, is from a website called Little Spoon Farm. Aww. I know, it's cute. Is it a place? I have no idea if it's a place or a state of mind. I like being either the little spoon or the big spoon. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, so the wet and dry get mixed together. Like in every recipe, they do, but uh... That's in life. But I don't like to do that, but I will... Since we're doing something we don't know, this is the one thing I guess I'll respect. So the dry ingredients are flour, baking powder, baking soda, and regular salt. And Marlena, um... Mother? I feel like uh, we should be giving some more down-home advice. Such as? I, I just Relating to cooking or relating no, to just, life? No, just life. Um, we're not. We're the opposite of down-home. What are you talking about? What do, what do you want from me? It's not what I want from me. It's what I think our listeners might want from the podcast. Well, howdy, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with you tomorrow if the creek don't rise. Don't catfish people. What? Okay. Um. <laughs> My mom's a strange woman. So, all right, Marlena, I'm 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 all at sea about what to do. So start matching need... those bananas. Okay. All right. <laughs> there's there's your assignment. Another reason that um, I might be a little cranky is because uh, I am wrestling with something that oh dear. a lot of people are. In addition to having my finger in a splint, mm -hmm. um, my life is going to go back to normal. Well. And sort of. <laughs> I, I will be going back to work in less than two weeks. And it's a little scary because, I mean, I'm so grateful that I still have a job to go back to. But um, it means I have to wrestle with the, the goals that I had set for myself during the quarantine that I have not achieved. But I'm trying instead to focus more on all the things that I have gotten done. Yay! One thing I've really enjoyed is spending so much time with you, Marlena. Oh. Uh, really, I'm going to um, have some Marlena withdrawal when I go back <laughs> to work because I will be spending so many more hours without you. Than I'm with you. a delight. You are a delight. <laughs> Spread the word. Spread the word, everyone. Okay, so Marlena, the they're all mashed up. Bananas are mashed. All right, let's melt our butter. Uh, is it supposed to be softened or completely melted? Let's find out. Room temperature. Oh, okay. Which it is not. It just um, came from the fridge, yeah. so. But it's getting there. So I, I will. I'll put it in the microwave for just a few seconds. The butter that we're using is Cabot brand. Yes. And, uh, if I'm interested are, to see where this is going. <laughs> well, I would just say, if one is in the supermarket needing to buy butter and the prices are the same, get the Cabot brand Where's because this? it has nice cows on the wrapper. And then <laughs> it's got a nice like drawing of a farmstead and cows. And it's... Pleasant. It does. It says melt the butter in the microwave in a mixing bowl. So oh, I think okay. melt it. All right. Full on melt. We also 
like don't have dark brown sugar, which is what this requires. Well, what does it said? See note. What I know. I have not say? looked at the notes at all. Dark brown sugar can be replaced with light brown sugar. Huzzah! All right. We have plenty of that. Too much, one might say. So the brown sugar gets added to the butter? Yes. They get creamed together. Oh, oh, okay. All right, so yeah, if it's gotten creamed, creamed. And then do the bananas get added? No, not yet. Oh. oh. <laughs> Stop being preemptive. Okay, so do you want me to do the creaming? Sure. Okay. All right, once it's creamed, which it seems like, then you can add the banana. Okay. Okay, mashed banana and the eggs, which how many eggs does it need? Two. Incredible. We have that many. <laughs> okay, so I am mixing the eggs with the banana and brown sugar. But wait, there's more. Okay. All right, we need Three tablespoons sour cream to make it even more sour or creamy. Mm -hmm. I sour and creamy. That's not how I like my men. Oh my God, <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> You're banished from the podcast. Oh, please don't do that. Don't banish you. Next week there will be a new co-host. <laughs> God. It's not even that you made a like that's how I like my men joke. It's I that it was nonsensical. Not. It's that it wasn't even good, Mom. You know, a man couldn't be sour and creamy. What would that mean? <laughs> I, I dare you to justify this joke. I don't think you want me to. Uh, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> I'm actually quite refined and genteel. <laughs> That's what she keeps insisting. Okay. I'm adding in the sour. I can be two things. Mom, That's what you. I'm adding in the sour starter. Okay, but. I know that we can be two things. You things. taught me. That is a Simpsons but, quote. You know. I feel like everything I say is a Simpsons quote and mom just doesn't realize it. But, ooh, I'm stirring it. Wait, wait, wait. Stop stirring. Oh. I'm hoping that the recorder yes, is I, picking up. Here, you know what? Let the me, bubbling. I'm going to pick up the little task oh. and, and hold it right above the stop talking it's alive not for long let's stir this bad boy up oh we didn't talk about his name oh the sourdough the starter. sourdough starter has a name it has two mom's first suggestion was imhotep i don't know why uh, well only because i was talking about how it would be so interesting to um to, uh, to, um, I got distracted. <laughs> my dad came yeah. in and showed us a tweet from Conan O'Brien about ironing your clothes, because my dad doesn't iron his clothes. <laughs> and for some reason, he didn't think that would be disruptive. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so why was your initial instinct so, to name him Imhotep? <laughs> because, um, we were talking about, like, sourdough oh like yes yes like yes yes from like ancient egypt from, yes yes okay but then you were like a prospector name for the sourdough 
And my first instinct, which I have gone with, and which I feel like he's just naturally become, like, it just flows out. Big tooth bill. Big tooth bill. There's some big teeth in this sourdough starter. Okay. I think it's combined enough. So what we do is we add the wet and dry ingredients together and stir until just combined. Exclamation point, do not overmix. So one thing that's really easy about this recipe is you don't even need to get the electric mixer down. Yeah. And then uh, it says, you know, gently fold in the walnuts or any other, mm -hmm. like, mix-ins. So let's, um, let's stir to combine without overmixing. I think it makes more sense for the wet to go into the yeah. dry because there's yeah. more space. forward to um you know trying this like the uh, you know i'm just curious how the sourdough tang yeah. is going to affect uh, banana bread i would assume that it'll give it a nice texture i should hope i don't yeah like a bubbly <laughs> a bu it'll be carbonated we'll see <laughs> so how much walnut and chocolate chip like a third well, of a cup of each. No, I'm nervous about your allergy. Uh, you what, do not need okay. to be nervous. Uh, what did it recommend if you want oh. to add? Does she say a certain amount in the recipe, or just not that we have to go by that? Half cup. Um, I would just. I don't even think it's necessary to measure, but okay. if you want to, you can. And then we've got this little tiny bit of these. Uh, pumpkin oh. spice, should I just toss those yeah, in? Yeah, 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 that'll be good in this, <laughs> I think. We added them in, yeah. they're these little pumpkin spice morsels, you know, like, just like sugar flavor chips. And I added them into our last batch, and they just dissolve pretty much to make just like these moist little pockets of like cinnamon spice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, they were good. Wasn't All right, you just say when on the same on the chocolate chips. Are you folding? Yes, I am folding. <laughs> I give up. I'm folding. Oh, God. These are the mini chips. They're so small. Really, yeah, like really, I think it would be better with big ones, but um, how many are in there? Is there much left? There's quite a bit left. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I wouldn't just finish it in here. But. Um, all right, I think that's and a few for me. A few years ago, I stayed with our family friend in London. And she runs like an after school like arts program for kids. So they do a little acting and music and stuff. And they had a little cooking. And so I helped out because I was staying with her and it was nice of her to let me stay. And so this, they did a cooking class where they had like white chocolate chips that they put in whatever it was they were cooking and this little like I don't know six to eight year old like tried to eat one like after it was done and she was and the woman who is running it who's not our friend BB she's like oh no they're gonna go in the bin and then while the little girl was still in the room like she was like oh do you want these and so I started eating them and the look of betrayal on this child <laughs> did you share no no it was not it was to keep her from eating too much candy. Oh, okay. 
it wasn't to like maliciously keep her uh-huh. from having something. Yeah. It was that she shouldn't have just like pure sugar. Uh-huh. But I, as an adult, am allowed to eat pure sugar if Aww. I want. No, it was an amused betrayal. And I told her I'm the bin, and she was delighted by that oh, little joke. that was very clever of you. <laughs> A, a, another really there were some fun moments helping out with that and so like I had helped out like a few times so like a couple of the kids got to know me a little bit and this girl that was like 8 to 10 years old like not like a little kid but like quite young still she came up to me one day she said in her little English accent which I'll half try to do she's like you know you sound like you're American but the implication was clearly like, oh, did you know that your accent kind of sounds American? <laughs> not, are you an American? Yeah. Like, it did not cross her mind that I was possibly not English. Yeah, that's funny. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> but yeah, I, to- I told her I am American. She's like, oh. <laughs> okay. What next? What kind of, uh, is this going in a loaf pan? It is going in a loaf pan. Which I assume. I don't, does it say to grease it? Yes. Okay, lightly grease and preheat to 350, which we didn't preheat, but we have a convection oven. Yeah, and it preheats quickly. Yes. So I will lightly grease this loaf pan, which I so kindly cleaned before we started cooking. So it's, I think it's going to really fill that up. It's all, it's, yes. it's one loaf pan. Okay. One loaf pan. Maybe a bigger loaf pan than we have, but whatever. I think, I mean, that's a standard. This is a standard loaf pan yeah. size. I would be shocked if it were, you were about to, this well, is, what are you trying to do? Where, like, where should I, should I? Okay, what so should when I, we, when we have this in the oven, we will discuss what we're going to do with the sourdough. Okay, okay, but I thought maybe this is going to Yeah, okay, warm, just, put it, just put it on the other side. Okay. Or not. Or you take it. <laughs> we were debating the fate of the rest of the sourdough starter, because there's quite a bit. I'll tell you while we're waiting for it to preheat, what I was thinking we do is feed it. Oh no, I see, I Ooh, see. there's a pocket of there's uh, a pocket dry. Of flour. It's okay. It is mended. Is that we feed it a little bit again. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and this is just sort of me making it up on the fly. Feed it a little bit again, just so it doesn't like die. And then put it in a container in the fridge and don't feed it while we're away oh. for like a week. Um, and just hope that it sort of goes dormant and lives. And yes, this is quite full, but I don't think we should transfer. I don't think. No, I don't think. You know, it'll probably have a nice like Round muffin top. top kind of yeah. Which reminds me, the word muffin top. You now people were talking about on Twitter girls who women who grew up around when I did, which you know mm. coming of age. In, like, the early to mid-2000s, the aughts, not, like, the middle of this millennia, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know, that, like, oh, we create, like, that it was, it was a really bad time for body image mm. for young women growing up, because, as someone joked, like, the whole point was to show as much uninterrupted torso as possible, oh. and, like, belly rings, and, like, if you didn't have, like, the flattest stomach and uh-huh. I remember I remember middle school changing and being so jealous of like I was not a fat kid oh I god was like, no not at all I had like six months of slight chubbiness when I was like 12 or 13 but like I was a pretty small kid mm. pretty I'm just like naturally relatively slim 
So, you know, I had like a natural curvature to my belly, but oh, I was so jealous of the girls that had like flat oh. stomachs and like, and talking about how like, so a woman in this like Twitter conversation said how like, we invented the phrase muffin top to describe something that the pants were causing because that's when the horrible yeah, like yeah. low rise pants really started. Well, I'm trying to remember so if, bad. if like, that is nine, true about the term muffin top. Well, yeah. before you would have called it like a love hand. Like love handles are the part of your body. Muffin top is the effect yeah, but, in the pants. I don't so, know when it started. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if we like, used that term when I was young. I, I don't remember. But you know, she's just saying like, if, yes, it was us. It was our bodies who were wrong, and not the pants. Right. Like, right. Oh God, I you know. In like 2008, 2009, when we sort of found an equilibrium, but like really high-waisted pants became fashionable, it was just the biggest relief in the world. <laughs> I, I just, I hate everything about the low-rise pants. I hate the way they make me feel. I hate the way they look. They're just bad. They're horrible. I hope they never come back. Um, <laughs> there was my scream. Well, and I just want to say a, a, yes. along those lines, just to... Um, get a little feminist for a moment. Of course, of course. Uh, well, I, I think that it's not just the fashion of the time. It might be the age that you were then because... Yes, I mean, I think every 11, 12, 13-year-old. Well, I was talking with a friend of mine just recently. He's, you know, just about the same age as me. And we were talking about how when we were really young, like she, you know, she and I were both um, super smart and, you know with the confidence that you get from being like the smartest kid in the class and uh, feeling like, you know, great things lay ahead of us. And then puberty hits mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of girls, you just get crushed by it because suddenly it's like you're not judging yourself on your achievements. You're judging yourself on how you appear to the opposite sex <clears throat> or the same sex if that's what you're into I think and it's just um you know it, it's just really hard yes existing in the world yeah yeah existing in the world can be difficult yeah so I am while we're waiting for the oven to preheat I am putting the rest of the sourdough starter in a container, in like a Tupperware container, Tupperware style. And I think I'm gonna add, what do you, like half a cup of flour, half a cup of warm water, and just call that a day, Mom? Okay. Okay. That's how it's supposed, that's what you feed it? I don't know what you feed it. I think really when you feed it, if you're preparing it to, or I'm doing one third of a cup, because the third of a cup just came. I think you're really supposed to only take a small bit of the starter and the rest goes into that discard, which you can use for stuff oh. like this. And then you're like regrowing it. But I just want to keep this big hunk of starter like a lot. Yeah, okay. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's a whole world that has been foreign to us until yesterday. And will mostly remain foreign. Oh. That beeping is the oven achieving its temperature. Shall I put the... Yes, please. Okay. So, standard low 50 to 60 minutes. And I think because we're using a convection oven, it will probably be 
the shorter end of that time. Hopefully. And we will rejoin you then, and in the meantime, we will exercise so that we can look good in those really low-rise Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> trying to conquer the muffin top. We're back. And we have taken the banana bread out of the oven. It rose quite a bit, and it overflowed a little, in fact. We took it out. It was still a little gooey on the inside, um, but it was getting a little crispy on the edges. So we took it out, and it's been resting for 15 minutes, so I think it should be fine now. I have my milk ready. <laughs> and with banana bread, you know, it's a little hard to get the knife to come out clean from the center because there's banana in it. Banana in the banana um, bread. And the fact that it overflowed a little bit, it did create a nice, like, edge, like, you know, like a delicious muffin top. Looking real gooey. So Marlena is about to cut a slice. Should do you think we should take it out of the yeah so probably get it out of the pan? I guess I mean, maybe not. Often we don't with the often we, we don't. Yeah, I'm so. taking it out. It's happening. All right, so do you've you started something and you can't stop it. Okay. Yes, I think we might need a pot holder. I need nothing. Okay. Oh, you want me to just overturn it? Yeah, yeah, because otherwise it's gonna break. I would put it, you know, like a cape there, like fine. And if this doesn't work right away, I would just have it from the loaf pan. All the travails. It worked. Okay. Right. Ooh, it's parody. Oh, God. Yes, it looks beautiful. So now let's um, flip it one more time so it'll be uh, right side. Ooh, it looks really beautiful. All right. Should we like photograph it? it again? I don't care. Okay, I'm going to take... <laughs> I'm going to take... Look at what she does to me. I just want banana bread. I just want banana bread. You like an end piece, Mother? Uh, yeah, I would take an end piece. But I mean, isn't that kind of what you prefer? Often, yes. So I don't know why you're being yes. demure about it. It's hard for me to be open about my needs. <sighs> okay. It smells wonderful. The top is very crisp, crunchy. Breaking apart a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> does smell very good it's moist but not raw yeah, on the inside I mean, at least not on the ends <laughs> that's true we haven't gotten to the heart of the the heart of the matter shall we taste it i think we should i think it's delicious it's very good um can you taste the sour at all i feel like i can but it could be you know the, the crunchy muffin toppy part it's almost like a cookie that's mm. really good I'm thinking sourdough while I eat it, but mm, the crunchy top is very good. Yeah, yeah. It definitely crunchy. like inflated more, a little more, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know it's really really delicious. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's hard to tell among all if the it's flavors. so delicious because of the sourdough, but I have to say, it is better than the last time we made banana bread. It's very good. I also have a um, ton more butter. And I mean, make, so if we made it again, I would maybe, you know, use less, but for the first time, I thought, mm. I guess, but, but now I'm feeling a little guilty about oh, it. Oh, don't. And, and especially it's already since, happened. since it doesn't taste that sour. So, but, mm. but maybe that is part of why it's so good. <laughs> maybe it's the butter. It's really, really good. I think, I think there's a hint of something in there. I, mean, I think this might be the best banana bread that we've made. Wow. I think it's, it's very, very good. It's very good. 
Yeah, I don't think it would taste... Even if you can't just be like, <clears throat> there's the sour. Mm-hmm. I think it probably wouldn't all taste the same. I mean, I'm sure that it affects the texture of it. Mm. It's harder to tell, like, the... If this were, um, like, a dry bread, you would see that more, probably. It's harder to tell with this because of the bananas and everything, but I think, but it's really delicious. And the texture is very pleasant. I think it's very good. A success. And it is, it is buttery tasting. I can, yeah, I can taste the butter. It is very good. Thank you, Big Tooth Bale. Yes, and we, and (laughs) we will, um, maybe, you know, we will try this recipe again and try uh, substituting some of the butter out. All right. Mm. Thanks for listening. Yes. Bye.